Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? of 2021 and 605 in the morning the rain has stopped it wasn't originally supposed to stop till like seven cloudy right now high of 65 today overnight low 45 tomorrow nice and nippy partly cloudy and 70 sounds good to me 65 degrees right now in downtown grand rapids it's uh still dark sun's not up yet 64 in muskegon and uh 65 in kenwood okay so christine Fish. You went tubing over the weekend. I did. You had fun. I'd like to hear more about it in a second because I want to learn more about this tubing thing. What I hear you, it's catching on. Have you never been <laughs> tubing before? I don't understand. I don't even know. Like, are, are you on the tube the whole time? Yes. Is there a, an island? I don't. I, there's many questions I have for you. <laughs> are you floating? Do you have to wear yes. a life vest? I mean, no. there's there's so many this, questions I have that you seem to be answering answering rapidly. <laughs> but I'm trying to build up the anticipation. Steve, but I think you're the only one with these questions. Am I, though? Am I, though? Am I, though? Like, were there more people there? Is it just Christine on this river? Yep, Does she rent the whole me. thing? Yeah, but it's a lazy river or just Christine. Yeah, that sounds interesting to me. Fascinating. You did uh, something with your children over the weekend. I'm sure we're going to hear more about that. Sure, yeah. You can't go to the park by your house, though. We do need to talk about your park drama. I know, it's very sad. Yeah, there's a little bit of park drama in Steve's life. Okay, so... Park drama from Steve. Oh my goodness gracious. Let's hear this. this yeah. Is, this is not good. This is affecting greatly Steve's summer. This school has had the gall. The audacity. Try, the audacity, if you will, to try and make things better for children when they come back. I know, right? And not realize who lives next door. I know. Oh, exactly. You, you can't go to the park now like you've been hoping? No, so now there's an the elementary out? school near my house that we would always go to right after I was done with work. It's an easy way for the kids to blow off some steam, mm-hmm. and I can just hang out and not have to really parent too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Anything awesome. to not parent hard. Right? Hamburger. Hamburger. But about a week after the school let out for the summer, Mm-hmm. Fences went up oh. surrounding the entire property, and now they're completely remodeling the school, and the park is closed for the entire summer. Oh, no. Is there another park that's sort of nearby you can go to? Yeah, there's a few other parks, but, I mean, the other ones, if I wanted to walk there, it'd be like 15, 20-minute walk to get there. That's not fun once to it drive. heats up. Yeah. Right? And then with driving, too, it just takes forever because you got to pack everyone in the car, pack the stroller in the car, make sure you got like a diaper bag just in case an accident happens. Whereas at the park across the street from my house or right down the street from my house, I didn't need a diaper bag or anything. I just walked back if someone had an accident. This school. Just jump over the fence. 
Well, I have seen uh, there's there's skater wow. kids that crawl underneath the fence. Really? Yeah, in the evening, because <laughs> there's a little gap. You got to be careful too. I mean, on a construction site, it's not that a good is. idea to throw your kids over a fence. And yeah, then... no, it's a tall yeah. fence. No. Yeah. <laughs> How about get Charlotte over and then toss Izzy? To Charlotte. To Charlotte? No, yeah. she's got butterfingers. You're multitasking, though. You're teaching her how to play catch. Exactly. There you go. It's kind of a great angle. <laughs> it kind of works, Steve. I, I don't understand why you don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, throw a seems... mattress on the other side or something. There you go. That's, sounds like a lot of work to go. It does sound like a lot of work. It does sound like maybe a lot of work. Just, maybe just walk to the other park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is that what you've chosen to do, is walk to this other park? Uh, we've walked to the other park, and I've driven them to other parks. It's not. It's you. You. You're really miserable about this, though. I know that you've been kind of bummed out about it. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks real bad. Well, what about splash pads? Have you done that yet? We haven't done a splash pad yet. They just opened what a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah they're so, gonna yeah. do a. Uh, he's gonna. You're gonna take him to. Uh, the, well, so Izzy's first time swimming will be in Connie's pool, right? There's a thing where you're. Yes, I'm trying. Yeah. To, I don't think we're gonna. Or no, no, no. Yeah, we're we're gonna go uh, for the Fourth of July the quad cities to visit britney's family and we're staying in a hotel at the pool so oh. that will be her first pool experience ah i'm sorry because charlotte's first time swimming was connie's pool wasn't it uh she actually didn't go in the water then God, she, she hasn't been in a pool ever in her life ever oh, no. is she nervous uh well, she doesn't know she doesn't know yet she has no idea what a, what a like she thinks a pool is a kiddie pool in the backyard <laughs> so charlotte's first time swimming could have been in connie's pool both of them it could have been but, but you're selfishly going to go to a hotel before your scheduled pool date with dan yes so selfish of me <laughs> to go so see britney's family the first offended. time in two years yeah i am so bothered by this like why would you do that that's so bushy to do in the memory of connie whom we lost earlier this year no we'll forgive you we'll forgive you this time I want to talk about this security system. This is, this is, I think, a brilliant idea. Canon. You familiar with Canon? The, the camera, camera company? Yeah. Bingo. Camera company. They make printers as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Camera lenses. Camera lenses, a bunch of stuff like that. Their offices in China just installed new AI security cameras for getting in. Facial mm -hmm. recognition software, like, on your phone. Okay. Okay. I'm going to show you a photo here, guys. Here they are. Here is a, a young lady at their office. Looks like an iPad and like in front of the doorway. Yeah, it's got and like it shows a, a camera webcam view. right yeah. above it. Yeah. yeah. So you see the you see essentially an iPad in front of a doorway and the camera above it. You see the woman going into work. What is different about this security system that you see, facial recognition software, that you may like what is in the, this photo that you may not necessarily notice? normally because it's the only way she's going to be able to get into work as she does it do you see anything or are you thrown i'm thrown I, i'm thrown too if you try and open the door while frowning or having a straight face the facial recognition software will not unlock it for you you are required <laughs> to smile wow to get into work at the canon offices in china that's so funny it's brilliant it's awesome. I think it's smart. I think everybody should do it if they're doing facial recognition software to get into work. Because even if you have to make yourself smile. It sets you up. It puts like you in a better the, mood. I agree. Psychology. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Because if you're starting your day with a smile, I mean, you're more likely to kind of stay that way, I feel like. Even if you're annoyed, because Steve would be annoyed by it. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm annoyed for sure. by it already. I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is stupid. 
No, but Steve, even if you're annoyed by it, you still are smiling to do it. They're like, oh my God, I hate this job. He does but the biggest smile. smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look what she's doing. She doesn't look, it's not a great smile. No, she's not. Happy. She's got an average smile. <laughs> she's got more of a potty face smile. What's a potty face smile? Steve, do you want to tell her what a potty face smile is? It's when you have to go potty. No, it's <laughs> when you look like you have to go potty and you're holding it. Oh, oh yeah. And you're like, ah. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Yeah. I got to get moving. Okay. Yeah, thanks. It was nice to meet you. I have a meeting, too. Down the hall. In the restaurant. That's when I uh, also, like, move around a lot and go back and forth. <laughs> like, pace back and you forth. You do the potty dance. Yeah, I do. I do do the potty dance. You do the potty dance. Nice. Very good. Today's text question of the day, I, I like this one. It's a fun one. I know we've done different versions of it before. I mean, you do, you know, 250 of them a year. You're going to get different close to it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what is a gift you wanted as a child, Steve, that you didn't get and you're still frustrated about it, Steve? Oh, man, mine's easy. <clears throat> mine's a magic card, a very specific magic card I asked for my birthday. I want to say it was either sixth grade or seventh grade. Mm -hmm. It's called a Black Lotus, and when I asked for it, it was right around $200. And my parents were like, we're not spending $200 on a single card. A, yeah, but I wait, can understand that. Wait, wait, wait. You need to understand the visionary that is Steve, because I know this story. Steve. Yeah, so now, depending on the card's condition, the price of the card ranges anywhere from $100,000 to $800,000. Yeah. <laughs> I would still be salty about that, too. Now, would you have kept it in good condition? No, but I still oh. would have been worth probably hundred grand. Even in not good Even condition? Even in not good condition, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if one of your buddies was like, you had a fight with one of your friends when you were a kid, and he just ripped that thing right oh, in half? Oh, I'm so mad. I, I'd oh. punch him in the face. hundred grand. <laughs> and you could bug him for the rest if you were still friends? Rest of your life. If right? you won the lottery, be like, technically, that's my money. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the lottery money is your money? All no, just the hundred. Yeah. Just the hundred K. I would No, bro, made. you owe me a hundred G. You owe me a hundred G. Not a shadow of a doubt. Uh, uh, gift you wanted as a child that you didn't get and you're still frustrated about it. Before we get to Christine, I'll tell you mine simple as well. Mm -mm. Green machine. Period. Like, Connie's would have been moon boots. We lost Connie earlier this year to moon cancer. Moon boots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Was bitter about those. That for is hilarious. Ever. 25 years I knew her. Bitter about the moon boots. Mine was a green machine. I knew yours was the Black Lotus. Yep. Which is not on Urban Dictionary. I already looked. Yes. <laughs> Christine, what is a gift you wanted as a child? You didn't get it, and you're still frustrated about it. Uh, mine's a toss-up between the Barbie Dream House or the Easy Bake Oven. Okay, Those so... Those were two things I wanted so badly and so never got. If we wanted one of those... That Barbie was the Dream House, for sure. That's the big one. Because now I have a real oven. <laughs> okay. You have a big girl oven. Yeah, that's, that's good. You don't and have a I house. And I don't really bake, either. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for sure, the Barbie Dream House. I wonder if you'd gotten the Easy Bake Oven. I wonder if you would have been a baker now. Like, I wonder if that would have altered your... Trajectory, your path. <laughs> if I had an easy bake oven, <laughs> yeah, like maybe she was more into it. Like, not saying you'd be a baker for a living necessarily, yeah. which would be awesome. Uh, but like, if you would have been like more into more into it, I mean, yeah. I just suck at baking. Like, I love cooking, 
but baking, I'm just not good you at. Post some photos of the food you make. It looks good for cooking. It yes, looks pretty good. I definitely I enjoy cooking, and you can manipulate cooking. That's the thing. With baking, you can't. You have to be to a T with it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you ruin it. You my, know. My father said years ago, cooking is like your coworkers, and baking is like uh, your management. <laughs> You can manipulate your coworkers, but you can't really do that with management. Did he say that? Yeah, though? it was a very odd. Yeah, I think like you're messing with me or something. That's very odd that you said that just then. All right, guys, message in via the app. You can text for today's text question of the day. Ira, the weatherman's on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Ira. Good, mo- good morning, Fish. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Steve. So, good morning. So, Ira, our buddy Ira's on the phone with us, and a uh, quick question for you here, okay? Yes. Today's text question of the day is, what is a gift you wanted as a child and you didn't get it and you're still frustrated about it? Like, I really oh, wanted... Oh, Lionel trains. Oh, wow. <laughs> what kind of trains? Lionel trains. The, oh. the trains to yeah. have. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I, like you shot that out right away. You didn't even need time yeah. to think about that, Ira. No, I didn't have to think about it at all. Are you still upset about it right now? You're just getting worked up? No, okay. no. <laughs> Was there anything else? That's about it. He never got his trains. You had a blessed childhood. Well, I once got a train because somebody treated me. Oh, okay. Was it like uh, down the road when you were an adult or were you a kid at the time? When I was a kid. Okay. and they... Five-year-old kid. Five years old, and you wanted it, and then you like so. But you said the question was like you never got it, so you did eventually get one. I eventually got one. Oh, oh you just wanted one. You he wanted, wanted a set of trains. with the tracks and yeah. everything. Yeah, you wanted like a real nice caboose, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who uh, always tells everybody that she has a real nice caboose? Fish. Nope. <laughs> who? Christine. Oh. <laughs> uh, Christine, she's a lovely person. Aw, thank you. Ira's got mad game. Yes, he, he does. does. He does. It's she- that, it's that like, uh... And Fish, when you go on vacation, I am taking over. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if management has already reached out to you, planning for my, the, the long vacation, the big nap for your, uh... <laughs> Ginger Ninja over here, Fish. I can see you doing it, man, because you do great weather, Ira, and you're a fun guy. Right? And this is, this is 95, 95.7 The Mix with Ira, Christine, and Steve in the morning. I love it. Dude, dude, I think you should take it. I think you could have it. I, uh, I'm going to you should do it. No, I don't want it. Just for a day. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to move into your place in New York City. I'm going to go to Atlantic City. I'm going to see the cocktail waitresses and play the slots. Well, whenever you come into the city, I want you to give me a call. Oh, I will. I have your number saved. I will. I I know every place in New York City. I bet you do. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Born and raised. He lives in, Ira lives in New York, but he's going to give here. Uh, some West Michigan weather here in just a second. Ira, I will take over. You take over my job. I will start calling all the different radio stations around the country that you call and give weather. And you could do it in Ira voice too. <laughs> they won't even know it's. They won't even know it's not you. Yeah. I'll just hello, hello, Wes. That's one of our mutual friends that he yeah. does well. Wes, it's nice to see you. I like your face. 
Are you still married to that hoacious woman? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ira, how's the weather looking, my friend? Right now, in Grand Rapids, 14% precipitation. Humidity is very, very sticky. 100%. And the wind is 12 miles per hour. Right now, you got 64 degrees on the cloudy skies, going up to a cool of 65 degrees. You heard it on the mix. 95.7 with fish. Christine. Ira, the weatherman. Oh, oh Ira, hold on. Ira, go ahead, Steve. Tell him. You missed someone. You, you forgot somebody. And Steve. All right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. You have a wonderful day. With Ira, you got to hang up quick because he's got another story for us. We have limited time. Christine, Christine, what are we learning from today? Where is knowledge coming from today? Huh. Since I was at an arcade yesterday, how about knowledge come from uh, an arcade game? An arcade game, okay. Mm -hmm. Should I choose a specific one? Specific game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Specifically, let's do Jurassic Park because I love shooting dinosaurs. Okay, shooting the dinosaur. Mm -hmm. All right. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge, my friends, is like a trip to the arcade. Where you go into the arcade and you see it there, bleep, bleep, blah, bloop, bloop. It's blinking. <laughs> it's Jurassic Park, the video game. You walk over to the arcade game and you place your hand on the controller and you start to play as a human shooting dinosaurs with your arcade game gun. Pa-pow, pa-pow, pa-pow. <laughs> you get so excited as the blood splatter from the dinosaur spreads across the screen. You gasp in glory. Ooh! <laughs> as you put your hands to your mouth and gasp in glory, what you don't realize is you are about to gain knowledge. Would you like to know how? Yes, I'm dying to know how. The chemicals and germs located on the controller <laughs> have now moved from your hand to your mouth when you said, ooh, <laughs> and you licked your fingers with your tongue by Ew. accident and glee. The chemicals then went down your throat, did a 180-degree turn past your eye sockets into your brain, thus providing knowledge. Wow. Yeah. See, we got there. <laughs> Just took a trip. You thought you had me, I didn't totally you? thought, like, the blood was, like went through the screen from the dinosaur and <laughs> shot oh into your eye. <laughs> wow. Eye socket and thus psh, going yes. directly. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. I like that. I might use that in the future. Uh, in movies like Selma about Martin Luther King Jr., have you seen any of those movies about Martin Luther King Jr.? Like, uh, any of them? Probably. What movies? You said know. Selma? Like, Selma's one of the big one. None of his speeches are actually the featured speeches are real. Really? Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg owns the movie rights to his life story and all of his actual speeches. No way. He bought them in 2009, and Spielberg apparently still has them, even though his MLK movie never got made. He wanted to make the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Stanley put a hyphen in the uh, name Spider-Man because he didn't want people confusing him with Superman. Ah, makes sense. Mm, I, I can see that. Every single person has face mites living on their face right now. Sure do. They're microscopic. Mm-hmm. They're currently swimming around in all the oil in your pores. I feed them my dead skin. Yeah, they even have balloon animals on your face. Yep. And defecate. Don't make it gross. gross. <laughs> uh, when the Hindenburg crashed in 1937, 62 of the 97 people on board survived, actually. The last survivor died at the age of 92 in 2014. He was a 14-year-old assistant on the Hindenburg when it exploded. Now there are no survivors alive currently. And finally, this is for Steve. I'm sure you probably know this, but the first Bitcoin purchase was on May 22nd of 2010. Did you know that? Yes, I did. When a developer bought two pizzas mm-hmm. for 10,000 Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. If he saved the pizza place, saved all those Bitcoins, they would be worth roughly, well, this morning, around $310 million. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Now, uh, when the story was written, that I saw, they were worth $360 million. <laughs> yep. but it literally has dropped. It dropped. Five grand. It's what's, what's it at right now? 32, maybe? Uh, it was bouncing so it'll be around. So $320 million. 20 seconds here. Uh, yeah. It is at 32530 One of the things Christine loves the most is when Steve and I talk to each other off the air about crypto. It's mm-hmm. my favorite subject to listen to. Faces in our phones, yeah. talking to each other about. Yeah, you love it, don't you? Oh, uh, it's so fun. Yeah, you <laughs> sound so excited. She sounds so ready to go. You want to talk more about it? Yeah. No, 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 no. no we're good for now. I think I'm okay. That okay. was enough. <laughs> Today's text question of the day. It's a fun one. We've been getting some great responses on it, Christine. What's a gift you didn't get as a child that you're still frustrated about? Well, uh, Steve wanted a Barbie house and Christine wanted a magic card. <laughs> exactly that. Called mm-hmm. the Black Lotus. That's not in reverse at all. No. You can message yours in. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. So uh, we're just talking about how we're local, right? We're doing this big contest via the app. You should download it. Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. And until last night, my first thing I wanted to share with you right out of the giddy up is about the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters are performing at Bonnaroo, which is the big giveaway we're doing. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Bonnaroo is this great festival in Nashville. It's a two-day thing. They're one of the headliners. Lizzo's the other headliner. Last night, until last night, there had not been a concert at Madison Square Garden, which is the big venue, really, yeah. in the United States of America, in my opinion, at Madison Square Garden since the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020. Here are some of the fans uh, before last night's first Full capacity show featuring the Foo Fighters. I feel great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad the city is here. It's opened. The last event I went to was December 2019. And now I'm glad the first event, like big event that I'm going back to is at Madison Square Garden. Where else? It's amazing to go to a concert after almost two years. Hey, whether you're for or against, to hear a bunch of people happy, enjoying life, and uh, going out and doing that, I say more power to them. Yeah. So do the Foo Fighters. They're going to do something special. Last night when they performed, they're going to do a Radiohead song, Creep. Do you guys know that song? Oh, yeah, it's a good one. All right, let's hear it. I'm not singing it. You're, You're a, a creep. You were so close. Just stab it. When in doubt, just stab it. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. not stab. That's what that's that's a, it's just noises I'm making. Yeah, <laughs> it's just mumbling it out. 
while they decide to perform the Foo Fighters decide to perform Radiohead's song Creep. So why not bring Dave Chappelle out to sing it with you? Would you please welcome our lead vocals? Dave Chappelle did come out and sing his song. How perfect is that? That is Dave Chappelle performing with the Foo Fighters last night, first concert at Madison Square Garden since the pandemic, since March of 2020. Who will they bring out when they go to Bonnaroo? How random and how cool. Oh, the Foo Fighters are so cool. They're just so cool. Uh, And then what do they do at Bonnaroo, that huge festival? They're going to do something. I know. I mean, that... Every one of the headliners had someone come out when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And play with them. And all the headliners play for like four hours. It's pretty awesome. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, There's no question that you should download the app and start collecting those code words. You got two weeks. We're going to do it for another two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. It's free download. If you want more info on everything, the details, the concert, the dates, the everything, just go to Mix 95.7. GR.com. Again, the Foo Fighters performed in Madison Square Garden last night. So here we go. Concerts are coming back. Yay! Okay, let's talk about golf a little bit. Uh, You remember two weeks ago when the the PGA officials, we talked about it a little bit. PGA officials told professional golfer John Ram that he'd have to drop out of the tournament he was winning because he tested positive for COVID. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday he bounced back and uh, this happened at Torrey Pines. From 18 feet. Another one is landed at the 72nd hole. This time for Long to take the lead in the U.S. Open. Yeah, he drained a 24-footer on 17, then his uh, 18-footer on the 18th. He had to wait for others to finish to find out if he'd win. That was the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. That was the loudest I've heard a crowd at a golf game. (laughs) Because they were at Torrey Pines, which I think is the dumbest name for a golf course. Torrey Pines? Yeah. Sounds like an 80s rock star. That's how it sounds to me. Torrey Pines. That's how it sounds to me. Sounds like uh, coming to the stage. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Wax to the backs of the stacks. We got dollar dances going on right now on the front stage. Don't forget, two for one doubles in the back room for lap dances. Torrey Pines, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. Torrey's going to dance it for you right now. Here, Here she goes. Uh-oh. Oh, there goes Tory Pines. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, that's terrible. So, yeah, I just, I've never understood the name Tory Pines in general. Just wanted to share that. Okay, so there is something uh, I was talking about here uh, just a little bit ago about uh, kind of something that happens to our bodies. It's not an illness. It's not something per se that can kill you. It could, I guess, but that you have to worry about killing you. But there's most. it's one of the most annoying things that happens to your body okay. internally or or externally yes both, both. yes Ooh. starts on the inside comes on the outside and they've cured it oh via a kickstarter sweat and it and you can get it on amazon the cure and it's completely inexpensive is it on amazon prime days right it's now it's probably on prime day oh, oh, i'm buying it it could it, be anything it, it's well i'm gonna tell you exactly what it is you ready i'm ready next no i'm actually gonna tell you right now oh all yeah. right cool. no i'm so, kidding it's next oh. <laughs> so I, I there's this uh, thing i read about today it's brilliant it's glorious uh it's a new invention i mean it's not it's new to me i'd never heard of it 
It's a non, it's a cure for a non-life-threatening thing that happens to us that I personally find extremely annoying. And you've probably been in a unique situation because of this thing. Okay. It is both internally and externally. Take a guess. You get one guess. Steve and Christine, click six, play along if you want. What do you guys think? Let's start with Christine. What do you think it is? I always start with Steve and Christine. I'll go, that was my guess. So uh, I'm going to go with sweat. Sweat? Yes. So you think they have found a way to cure sweat? I have that. I have two answers, but I'm going to go with sweat first. Well, what's your second one? Pimples. Okay. I just wanted, because I didn't want Steve to guess it, and then you go... That was my answer. Because <laughs> well, I, I get two answers then. Sweater pimples is mine. I'm going with earwax or runny nose. You're both wrong. Aww. You're both wrong. I'll say the name of it and you'll know exactly what it is. It's a straw, by the way. It's called the Hickaway. Hiccups. Hiccup remover. The Hickaway is an instant cure. This is real for hiccups. Say hello to Hickaway, the guaranteed way to get rid of hiccups. Dr. Safi created a device that is a quick, foolproof way to say goodbye to your hiccups. The device is created with two holes of different diameters precisely placed. Just sip some water through the straw and Hickaway will do the rest. Hickaway creates enough pressure to lower the diaphragm and eliminate hiccups. Hmm. So something with your diaphragm apparently and the hiccups. And it gets rid of it. Now, scientists put this thing together. The brilliant thing about this Hickaway, you can get one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's 15 bucks. That's it? Yep. It's a straw for 15 bucks. Yeah, but if it's getting rid of hiccups. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's an L-shaped straw. And it, they launched a Kickstarter on it a year ago. 92% of the time it works. Wow. So like, do you have to like... <laughs> Just carry the straw wherever you go in case you get the hiccups. Well, and it looks like it it doesn't look washable to me. It looks more of like a a disposable. Yeah, I'm going to put it on the big screen. No, it looks like you can wash it. Yeah. Oh, it's plastic. You're right. You can totally wash that. So it's L-shaped. It looks like a... uh, It almost looks like a a skinny vape. (laughs) I was going to say an inhaler for someone with uh, maybe asthma. Yeah. Yeah, a long, skinny inhaler. Tell her where our brains are. Looks like a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a pipe of ape or an a- inhaler for a kid with asthma. One or the other. It's called the Hickaway. It's uh, if you have it's a actually pro- brilliant. Well, and think about it because I, I don't know about you, but I've, I've been in situations where you're, yeah, and you're mm-hmm. it's annoying, and, you're, and you try and scare yourself, but you know you're going to scare yourself, so it doesn't scare you. Mm-hmm. It also it, keeps your unwanted relatives from Alabama away. Huh? What? Hick- oh, hick hick away. away. <laughs> because, like, they're small town, man. You get what he said? Today's text question of the day is going to be in about an hour and 20 minutes. What is a gift you wanted as a child, Christine, that you didn't get and you're still frustrated about it? It's a Barbie dream house for me. Yeah, it was like right out of the gate. You mm-hmm. had to choose from two. My number one was the Barbie dream oh, house. Oh, for sure. Easy bake oven, I think, was the other thing. Yeah, but I mean, if I had the choice between both of those today. Still, a Barbie dream house. Would you really want a Barbie dream house right now? <sighs> like right now, if I said I'm going to go buy you one. Yeah, actually, I think I would. Well, you're gonna, I still and, have all my Barbies that I grew up with. But you're going to have to keep it. Of course I would, and I keep it for my kids. You'd have to keep it out in display in your living room for one year. Okay. And I pay for it. Okay. I don't believe you. 
don't <laughs> millennials do don't care about that. They no. love displaying toys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so you, my fellow millennial. Uh, exactly. A 33-year-old woman would I like, if I went back to her house and there was like a Barbie dream house in the middle with Barbies in it, I'd be like, oh, you have a kid? Do you have like partial custody? No. It's mine. I play with it. This is going to be a weird one-nighter, but it's going to be a one-nighter. I was going to say, shut up, Fish. You'd be turned on. Nope, nope. She'd be like, ooh, can I be Ken? No. No. I know. We'd be making balloon animals, and then I'd be like, can we hurry up and finish? I want to play Barbie. (laughs) That's very odd. It's very odd. Okay, got a question for you guys. Why don't you click a six-way in all the ways. Good or bad, what's a story from when you were an intern that was good or bad that happened to you? I have a, a really fun one when I was an intern in this industry in radio. But I want to talk to you about the HBO Max thing that's going on. Have you guys heard about what happened last Thursday? No. no. So last Thursday, HBO Max sent out to many of their subscribers an email that said, integration test email number one. And this went out last Thursday night. Well, it was an intern that sent it out. People started joking because it was supposed to be within the company not okay. to subscribers oh, okay so uh, people immediately immediately were like hey you might want to fire your intern i just got this email blank internet everywhere it's like trending but, everywhere but who cares all well, if all the email said was testing it, it's just they it's because they shouldn't get that and then they like god only knows what it could be in the future and they're like some interns getting fired and people start joking about it well hbo actually admitted the mistake on twitter and they said quote we apologize for the inconvenience uh, as the jokes pile in. Yes, it actually was an intern oh, that, that did that. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> and it says, no, really, and we're helping them through it. Well, people are going after HBO now for throwing an intern under the bus. It's shot. It, it, somebody said it's kind of become a big trend now. Here's one that says, dear intern, when I was a junior copywriter, I applied to my dream job at The Atlantic and wrote, copywriter on my resume i misspelled the job i wanted (laughs) which by the way was a job for good spellers oh my gosh don't worry about it you're doing okay somebody else wrote dear intern i was using my desktop calendar to make a monthly note of when i started my menstrual period but after several months i realized i was making that note on a calendar i shared with all of my colleagues oh, company awesome. oh that is hilarious and i started to think about like mistakes or even good moments you had when you were an intern i'll be kind of fun to hear some of those today uh-huh. just for a little bit and then i read this one dear intern it gets better p.s don't wear a beret for a while okay from monica lewinsky Intern of all interns. If you have no idea who she is. Oh, come on. Some people don't. Just because you know something doesn't mean you should assume everybody else does. You should Google Monica Lewinsky, not on a work computer. I'm doing it right now. Who is this lady? Yeah, just Google Google Monica Lewinsky. Google spinach dip next to it, too. No. (laughs) No. What does that even mean? Yeah, what? Is that a sick thing? No, I mean, it's all in the story when you Google her. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Closing that out. Thank you, Steve. That's nasty. <laughs> okay, so it. back to interns. <laughs> Tell us your good intern intern story. Were you ever an intern ever? Yeah. Okay, were you, Steve? Yes. Okay, we're going to share get their stories as well, and I've got a fun one involving Connie next on Mix 95.7. 15 minutes away from a rando texto where we're 
What was it, helping somebody? Or somebody always, like, skipped out on him twice or mm-hmm. something like that? And she wants to know, like, is it worth it? Or is this guy going to be flaky forever? Flaky dudes, Steve. Flaky dudes. Are you looking at Steve because you're yeah. calling him flaky? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the implication here. <laughs> huh? What? Uh, Wait, huh? what? 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 Okay. No, I can't make it. <laughs> the people that actually help you behind the scenes, the people that sometimes make your company or your situation get better are interns in a lot of cases. They do I don't the know grunt work. Where we're going to get to. That's how I started. Yeah. I did a 30 week internship. For Connie, of mm-hmm. Connie and Fish, who we lost earlier this year to cancer. And uh, it was her promotions intern, which I ended up putting on a concert. We needed a chair for the studio, and the company would not buy one for us. See, Christine, it's not just this company. <sighs> the company would not buy one for us, so we did a fundraiser, and I ran through the old market of Omaha, Nebraska, which is like a, you know, like a main street in Connie's lingerie in February. Oh, my gosh. Yep. There were pictures. They've been destroyed. You're Aww. welcome. It was cold that day. Sure. We'll leave it there. That's the story. Uh, but <laughs> HBO Max had an intern accidentally send out like an inner office memorandum to all of its subscribers. They then blamed the intern. Now people are kind of going after HBO in a good way. Like they're like, HBO was like, hey, don't worry. It wasn't intern. Actually, your jokes were right. But, the, you know, we're helping them learn how to work the program. And people are like, even Monica Lewinsky was like, don't worry, intern, it'll be okay. (laughs) If she says it's okay, it will be okay. Monica Lewinsky is what all interns should aspire to be. No, wait. (laughs) Monica Lewinsky is the intern of all interns. But we were asking for some of your good stories, and there were some really cool feel-good stories or bad stories as an intern. One of the texts that we got, the one, the, the big one that I wanted to really read, I think actually... They could get in trouble, so I'm not even going to do it. Aww. But, however, I'm curious, Christine, good, bad things, your internships. You interned, didn't you? You interned for, like, a mayor, right? Yeah, so when I was in college, I interned at the mayor's office in Lansing. Michigan State. Yep, yep. And um, it was actually a pretty good experience. I remember one time, though, someone called and kept me on the phone for an hour and a half, like, complaining, whether it be about the mayor or something with the city and I didn't know how to get him off. Eventually, when I did, the office manager, the person who oversaw the interns, was like, you cannot be on the phone with constituents for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, you talked like, to someone for an that... hour and a half? Yeah, man. But thankfully, now in radio, we get complaints. So I've learned how to deal with those complaints. There you or go. just mm-hmm. hang up the phone. There you go. Hang up on them. There you go. That's why we only have six listeners. Yeah. Right? Christine keeps That's hanging me. up on them. Uh, even though the click of six has been around for... The concept of it for 20 years mm-hmm. uh anyway steve interns you were an intern where i was a, well my very first internship was in detroit for uh greater media detroit they own several radio stations there all i right. was all excited uh it was right out of the radio trade school i got hired i go there for my first day and he hands me some t-shirts and gives me my schedule i'm like awesome so then i show up later that week for my very very first actual day and he uh, pulls me aside. It's funny he even let me come down there. And he's like, hey, I, I got some bad news for you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, no. He goes, I accidentally hired one too many interns. And oh, you were no. the last intern I hired. So oh. last one hired, first one fired. Oh, no. 
and then he says, but bonus is you can keep the t-shirts. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. Here's the, here's the thing. You know what it was. That sucks. Steve shook his hand. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. got exactly the, the sweaty hands with your sweaty hands. Now, here's the funny thing. We're talking about interns right now. Just to, before we wrap up this conversation, I will point something out. Back when we could have interns, obviously, we're, you know, COVID safe building, whatever. You can't have interns right now, right? Mm-hmm. Back when we could have interns, 80% minimum, 80% of our interns, Christine, for the Connie and Fish show with mm-hmm. Steve, attractive women. I mean, 80%. they applied more often. Yeah. 80%. Or you hired them more often. Steve's <laughs> job, part of Steve's job is to... Look for the interns. Find mm-hmm. interns and then interview interns, hire interns, mm-hmm. and then train we all. I mean, but Steve spearheads their training to make sure they learn and they can hopefully do what we do yeah. right, for a living. 80% attractive women. I mean... That's what I said. They all, all the attractive women like to apply for this type of job. I, I, it's I mean, hysterical. it's probably because I'm attractive. I tell, That's exactly why. I tell Steve once this story about Jennifer Stute, high school play, wouldn't kiss me. And he six months later, intern named Jennifer Stute. Uh huh. <laughs> like it's, he's 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 doing this stuff on purpose. Probably. But as far as an intern story goes, to wrap up this conversation. Cheyenne, just pick one of the. the that is, she was she the was hilarious. weirdest, goofiest of them all. Yeah, Cheyenne told us a story this one time when she was learning how to drive with her dad. Uh, she went to, I think it was like Walmart or something, uh-huh. and her dad wanted her to park uh, in between two cars because she wanted to park like, way off away from the cars because she was scared of parking next to cars. Totally but makes sense. Her dad made her do it, and she drives this like, SUV. And so she starts to pull in, and she doesn't uh, realize that she's going to hit the car in front of her. And her dad's, like, screaming for her to stop. And so she slams on the brake, but it wasn't actually the brake. It was the gas. And she literally drove up on top of this other car. Where two of the wheels were up on the car. (laughs) That is absolutely amazing. this person's car who came running out screaming, Oh, my God, my car! <laughs> did she actually get her license? <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. Well, the funny thing too is that like after the police came and there's insurance, everything handled, uh, the dad still made her go into Walmart and go shopping while she was <laughs> bawling her eyes out the whole time. Which is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> right now, we need to help out a member of the Click of Six with this rando texto. Rando texto message via Apple free download and Apple Store Christino. The guy I've been dating has canceled twice on me an hour before we were supposed to hang out. He says it's work stuff and that he can't help it. One time I was in the process of cooking us dinner, so I wasted time and money for nothing. The second time I was almost done getting ready for our date, which was supposed to be him taking me out to dinner to make up for the first cancellation. He sent me flowers after the second time it happened, promising me that he'd make it up to me. But I'm still annoyed. We've only been seeing each other now for a month, so it's still new. And we are still texting, but I don't like how flaky he's being. Would this be a deal breaker for you, or should I give it one more chance? You know, in the Midwest, we usually wait till like November for the flakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. Snowflakes. Uh, He sent flowers, though, huh? Mm -hmm. After the second time it happened. Okay, so he's just not that into you is not necessarily the answer because although there are some people on our social media that have commented that 
that he's not into you, but he sent flowers. Yeah. That's a waste of money. I mean, personally, I say give it one more chance. It's, you know, three chances. And that's, even if he doesn't, or even if he doesn't cancel, I think maybe you need to, I don't know what he does for a living, but maybe take that into account. Like, if this is his job where things can come up last minute and you don't like that, I think for you yourself, that's something you have to take into consideration and probably find someone with a more like a loose, a loose job. Yeah. Or loose like schedule. like eight to five type of thing. You know their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting angle. What do you think, Steve? I'm, I'm kind of uh, in the same boat as Christine here. I think that he's probably telling the truth and that he's probably it sucks that he missed out on their dates and whatnot. But he probably did have something going on with work and that you should. If, if you're okay with him canceling stuff because of his work, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty common theme here, mm-hmm. then I'd say give him another chance. But if, if you're not cool with that, uh, him putting his work ahead of you, then I would probably end it. So remember the Click of Six, we call you Click of Six people that listen to the show, a sister with a brain, a woman. Uh, sister with a brain sends us a message for a rando text, so she's been dating a guy for about a month past two dates he's canceled Mm -hmm. one time it's uh she's making dinner the other time he's taking her out to dinner to make up for the first time he sends flowers to say i'm sorry is he looking for the bigger better deal did something else did a better opportunity come up and he's lying and he's making up these excuses he's saying it's work related yeah but he's passionate about his job and really would you rather be with someone that's not passionate about their job if they're not passionate about their career, or they don't, you know, cover themselves with work, then you need to account for that in the future. Mm-hmm. That may become a, even a bigger issue. Yeah. I've always had, I, I've canceled many, many, many things because of my uh, job. The last minute thing. I mean, if I was going to cancel day last minute, I'd be like, hey, like, what's he doing to, where he can't do dinner, but can he meet up with her later? I would always try and meet up with a letter. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, because I'm a gentleman. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could always come by later when I'm yeah, done. Yeah, like one in the morning or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Might be buzzed. Text you up? Yeah, yeah. but then I got something. Uh, I got some work stuff at 4 a.m. I got to get out of there real quick. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, to my wife. I mean, to my job. What, what do you guys think? Weigh in. We're doing a rando tax deal right now, trying to help out a member of the Click of Sex. OMG. Rando, text him, message of via Apple, free download and Apple Storo. This guy I've been dating has canceled twice on me an hour before we were supposed to hang out. He says it's work stuff and that he can't help it. One time I was in the process of, process of cooking us dinner, so I wasted time and money for nothing. The second time I was almost done getting ready for our date, which was supposed to be him taking me out to dinner to make up for the first cancellation. He sent me flowers after the second time it happened, promising that he'd make it up to me, but I'm still annoyed. We've only been seeing each other now for a month, so it's still new, and we are still texting, but I don't like how flaky he's being. Would this be a deal breaker for you, or should I give it one more chance? All right, so let's look at it this way. I've been reading kind of a a lot of the texts that we've gotten in and messages via the app. How important should someone be to you when you're dating them? Now, fact, this dude is rude. He's coming off as rude. I do like the three strikes you're out thing, Christine, yeah. that you were saying earlier. However, should you be that much of a priority where he should blow off something for work for somebody he's only been dating for a month versus his career? I mean, should you? I mean, 
I get what you're saying. I totally do. It's interesting because you say that and someone said he's just not that into you. This is supposed to be the time when he's making the impression and treating you like a queen. Time to say goodbye. See, I hate the honeymoon period. But I'm with you because it's still... It's still only a month. Yeah, you're only yeah. a month deep. And by the way, let's say a month you hung out 10 times if you're lucky in that month, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot. To me, I think that's a lot as well. And I don't believe in the, I try and actually, when I date, avoid the honeymoon period. Because when the honeymoon's period is over, like, I'd rather just be honest with you from the get out. Mm-hmm. I've never, you know, people are like, oh, you're just saying that because that's not really who you were. Because, you know, you're who you are because, you know, you're just, it's the honeymoon period. I'm like, no, this is who I am. I don't want to set you up. And then six months into a relationship when I have like legitimate feelings for you, you're like, well, where's that guy? Well, okay. Now I'm curious. What is <laughs> what is that warning that you give them from the beginning? <laughs> this is who I am. I'm not going to be asked you. This, these are my views. I'm not lying. I'm not trying to make you happy if I'm clicking with you and we're clicking. Yeah. We're legitimately clicking. And then I'll ask them to treat me with the same amount of respect. Yeah. You know, and I'll and if they don't, I'll, you know, probably tell them that they're naughty or something like that. Yeah. Naughty. <laughs> You're naughty. You know, like like uh all you girls of the click of six, you have all been very, 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 very naughty. naughty. You're naughty. You're very naughty. <laughs> and you know what happens to naughty people, Christine? They get spanked. If anybody's naughty, they should be spanked. <laughs> yes, they That's should. That's true. <laughs> and that is the honeymoon period. Yeah. Yeah, spanked? Yeah. No, Christine, get your mind out of the gutter. God, Steve, she's so naughty. I know, right? Naughty. naughty. You're naughty. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, today is a double day. You know, there's like National Pancake Day or National Waffle Day, National Left Shoe Day. It was National Flip Flop Day, I think, last week. It was. Yeah, so today is uh, actually, and we'll be getting something up on social media for sure, at least of one of these. Let me take a selfie. Today is National Selfie Day. All right, so you're going to see a lot of people... Taking a selfie and putting it online. Oh my gosh! Yeah, now we'll, so we'll we'll do that as well. We'll get one in. We're even going to try and get Steve in there. I, that's what I was going to say. If it's National Selfie Day, we got to get yeah. Steve in the picture Fine, too. I'll selfie it. It's also <laughs> though, and I'm so glad you guys didn't know this. Which technically, by the way, you should because okay. it's kind of our maybe I do. What is uh, what else is today other than National Selfie Day? I don't know. Okay. Prime Day. Nope. Prime Day. Nope. Today is, that's not where I'm, I mean, it is, but that's not where I'm going. It's take your cat to work day. <gasps> Where's Harley? At home. June <laughs> 21st is take your cat to work day. Everybody say hi to Mr. <laughs> meow Meow. <laughs> That's probably oh, what would happen. Cat. Mr. Meow Meow. Like, that is take your cat to work day. Don't take your cat to work. There's gunshots in the background there. That's that got a- pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that cat was cat carrying. I know, right? It's <laughs> an angry uh, kitty. That is uh, a naughty kitty. My cat would have a blast if I brought her to work. That's great. I, I'm sure it's a great cat. I'm sorry, the coolest cat I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, other than Laka, the cat that Connie and I had together that we shared because we were living together... And I actually taught Laka how to sit and box. That's uh, fun. It was cool. Uh, other than that, 
is Connie's cat, Kevin. I knew you would say that. Yeah. But you also have not met Harley. No, I have and not. And she's the best. No, I know. And you keep she trying to get me to come over to meet Harley. <laughs> right? She usually texts me like midnight on a Friday. <laughs> hey, you want to come you meet Harley? Harley? Bring yeah. some wine. Bring some. Mama <laughs> needs. Meet my cat. <laughs> bring wine and a pizza. Harley needs pizza. <laughs> Very awkward. So there you go. Take your cat to work if you want, but uh, heads up. I think it's a terrible yeah, idea. Don't yeah, do I don't think it would be a good no. idea, especially because you're going to have to bring the litter box, too. Ew. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, exactly. Unless you got a PLB. A what? Portable litter box. I was oh, trying to do yeah. what you do. Like, just abbreviate just- everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac Johnson. Got to talk about this guy. He's in the Guinness, uh, Guinness World Record. He's at a Guinness World Record again. He'd uh, done it in 2019 but lost it last summer he has set a record for having the biggest open mouth ew yeah that's right (laughs) do you have a picture i just put him on the big screen there's isaac He's he's got braces too he's got a baseball in his mouth no problem they're measuring his mouth sure bring it on that is not attractive. That's a can of buble easily fitting in his mouth. Yeah. Isaac should be proud, and he was. Is that something? I have the put? biggest mouth in the world. I'm very proud to reclaim the title for Guinness World Records largest gape. I feel pretty dazzled to be a Guinness World Records title holder. My friends and family were very sad and disappointed when I lost it the first time, so it feels pretty good to uh, take were it back. <laughs> like were they? Were they? They were disappointed. Would you be disappointed <laughs> if your boy, one of your buds, lost for? Or would you just say it to get him to do it again? Right, I know. You gotta do it again, bro. Is it something know. you put on a resume, like Guinness Book of World Record holder? Depends for the job you're. Mouth. Depends the job you're doing. Yeah, I mean, for some people, it might worry like maybe. It'd be under skills and te- like yeah. at the bottom. Like this dude's <laughs> mouth is so large. He can actually, his mouth stretches. I want you to think about this. It's actually really gross. Four inches from top to bottom, open. Four inches, Steve. How he old wants, is he? He's what? 47 years. I don't know. How 47 years old. Yeah. He's definitely not 47. <laughs> I don't care how old he is. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find out how old he is here in a sec. But, Steve, four inches. That's pretty insane. How big is an apple, top to bottom, your average apple? I will guess three inches. Yeah. That's a whole apple in his mouth with room to spare. Christine is fixated on this man's photo right now. Mm-hmm. I am so disgusted. I've lost you. Especially that middle one. How many apples can you fit in your mouth? Yeah. One. What can you put in your mouth? I don't know. Like Name get, all I the can, things. I can Just fit start this shoving stuff in, in there. Let's mouth. find out. <laughs> no, like get your fist. I can't put my fist in my mouth. How big can your mouth wrap around your... No, not even. Let me see. Uh, not even, just my knuckles. <laughs> you, got, you got like a baby mouth. Yeah, just knuckle your mouth real quick. Yeah, knuckle your mouth. Let's see. See how many knuckles fit in. Okay, there you go. How many, you go. How many knuckles is Lay that? Lay your hand flat. It'll be easier Describe that way. what you're doing with the knuckles in your mouth. I'm putting the knuckles in my mouth. <laughs> right, now say it. Well, now say it. I'm putting it in my mouth. Perfect. Did, did that make you happy? Yeah. All right. Steve is weird. Yeah, I knew he'd like that. I, I, I just had a weird feeling Steve would like that. I got to be honest with you. So one of the things that I get a kick out of is these weird viral videos that have just been uh, of people just bored or whatever. It, it, they really kind of started to, they've been doing it for years, right? But really just going nuts since COVID. And uh, one of the things that I uh, 
really uh, I, I got a kick out of is I was watching this video the other day. Now, this woman is going to be trying to do pull-ups, okay? She has a 55-pound weight strapped to her waist. Wow. She is a bad A. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, this woman is 100% bad A. Her kid, though, is going to come up to her, and he's going to ask her a question about the uh, pull-ups that she's doing because he's wondering what's going on at the end of this clip. Take a listen. Oh, my God, he's lying on your Oh, no. Oh, you're doing it. He's like, are you picking that up with your private part, Mom? That's pretty stiff. Hella Kegels. <laughs> I was going to say, just... funny, funny thing is she was. Yeah. <laughs> she's super embarrassed. No, go yeah, away. No, go away. <laughs> please, please, no, I'd like to point out, too. I mean, he means it in the cleanest way possible, and the kid is super little, uh, and she's doing... Uh, Christine, have you ever done that exercise? Pull-ups? Not successfully. No, like what she had with that. No, <laughs> with the weights, I mean. No. Like it does look like it's hanging from. If you look at it, the kid she is. She has yeah. it in between her calves. Yeah, I mean, and she is a oh, beast. Oh, but it's on a chain, which is wrapped around her waist. But I could see why he would ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see why he it would ask like that. It looks like the video that we just saw. If you really wanted to get a visual mental of it, it kind of looks like uh, when my grandpa, God rest his soul, before he passed. We were swimming on the lake property that we had, and his oh, shorts fell. So <laughs> exactly like that. It's pretty much a good description. When it comes to cartoon shows, like uh, I say adult cartoons, but just cartoon shows in general, when I think about the members of this show, myself, Christine, and Steve involved, Steve, you're the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your number one favorite show of all time is what? The Simpsons. Yeah, so he is like, he knows all that stuff. So you're familiar with... Not even let's just say cartoon shows, but let's say just that a lot of the same people do the same different voices yes. for yeah. different cartoons. Yeah. For example, Star Wars, which isn't a cartoon show, but the movie Star Wars, Darth mm-hmm. Vader. Oh, Luke, use the Force, Luke. Yes. Actually, that was like a really James Earl Jones. Yeah, it was the best one I've ever done on that. So anyway, uh, James Earl Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that being said, what cartoon movie or show? Was he a part of? He was in The Simpsons. What about Lion the uh, King. Lion King? Yep. Mustafa, right? He was Mustafa. Simba. Mufasa. Mufasa, yeah. Mustafa. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Don't really care. Yeah. Simba. Right? Was that his kid, mm-hmm. right? Yep. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I saw it like once. Heard it was based on a true story, and I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think lions talk. Uh, Rick and Morty. Do you know that the same guy does both voices for Rick and Morty? I did know that, yeah. All right. Well, here he is. Oh, great. Oh, boy. What's wrong, Rick? Is it the quantum carburetor or something? Quantum carburetor? Jesus, Morty, you can't just add a sci-fi word to a car word and hope it means something. Huh. Looks like something's wrong with the microverse battery. All right, so you knew that one? Yeah, quick fun fact about him is uh, when the show first started, he used to bring in a six-pack in Newcastle to every recording thing. Really? And that's why uh, Rick burps so much, but people complained about it, so he cut his burping out about midway through the first season. Seriously? Yeah, he seriously cut back on it. Oh, that is a fun fact. I knew you'd love this little thing. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so what about, uh, like, uh, for example, uh, Bart Simpson? Mm -hmm. Steve, uh, Chucky from Rugrats? Yep. Yep. Same person, but Christine okay. I knew that Kavanaugh, one. I think is the name. Is, yeah, I forget her name. Mm-hmm. Is your name Steve? 
Well, I'm just saying I know cartoons, I like, too. I know, but we, like, literally talked before we went on the air, and I was like, I'm going to focus on Steve oh, and sorry. cartoons. <laughs> I knew that one. It's, I even knew her it's, name. It's I got literally, excited. It's Nancy Cartwright, by the way. In case Your you're attention, please. Your attention, please. I have an announcement to make. I'm bored. Don't listen to her, guys. The library lady says the rules are really, really important. <laughs> sort of. So that's Nancy Cartwright, by the way. Oh, that must be the new one. Uh, no, it's no, always it's been Nancy okay. Cartwright yeah. since the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, but I don't know what that is. That's how The Simpsons. <laughs> that was The Simpsons. Uh, that's was how it on started. Before it was on TV. Uh, thus before the, it was on thus me show. focusing on Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to the movie Aladdin, and let's go to the movie Mulan. Uh, Jasmine from Aladdin, and then the character Mulan in the in the movie Mulan, the cartoon movies. Leah Salonga, S A L O N G A. Go ahead, Christine. How do you say that? S A L O N G A. Salongo? Salongo? Uh, I'm not really. Salonga. Like Salonga. Bologna. Or uh, uh, Saloni. Thank you, Christine. Like Bologna. You sound just like Steve. Is. I was trying to involve her. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, the girls that the, that girl sings in both Mulan, uh, she's Mulan in the Mulan movies, when, when they sing, and she's Jasmine from Aladdin. <laughs> is Milan. I could hear it. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, you can't change the voice. Yeah. But it still sounds like what's-her-name from the show Glee to me. Leah Michelle. Yeah, Leah Michelle. <laughs> sounds like her for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. They all sound like Leah Michelle. Or the uh, the the thing that uh, sounds like something on Urban Dictionary, the girl from Frozen, the main lady. Elsa? Yeah, no, but the, her real name. Sounds like something on Urban Dictionary. I have no idea where you're going with it. Adina, what's her name? Adina. Adina Menzel? Yeah, it sounds like I got in a Medina Menzel last night. It just sounds I'm terrible. Sure. I'm just saying. Wow. It really I don't think we should Urban Dictionary. Apparently. That's what I just, that's what I just said. Okay. Maybe you're thinking uh, it's time for you to have a little girl's night out or a girl's getaway, right? Mm-hmm. Brothers in Pain might want to go too. Whatever you're into is your business. I'm going to help you out right now, though. Are you big on plays and Broadway shows, things of that nature? I do enjoy plays, yes. Have you been to a Broadway show before? Not a Broadway show, but I've been to several plays, and they're pretty awesome. Did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? Mm-hmm, I used to okay. when it was first out. Do you know who Jesse Williams is? He joined the cast later. He's so good-looking. Of course I know who he is. <laughs> okay, Steve, are you aware of who that <laughs> yes, guy is? Yes, I do. Yep. I just threw him up on the old big screen in the studio. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That is, uh, here, I'll change it for you. Jesse Williams. Hold on. Sexy photos. Do it for me, I do it for you. Dr. You Avery. Uh, Dr. Avery is his name yeah. on the show, right? Okay. So look at that fourth picture right there I, at the top. Yeah, what does he what, what do you mean? I uh, just look at it. <laughs> would you want to see him on Broadway then? I would see him on Broadway. All right, well, here he is on Ellen's show talking about his new Broadway play. Speaking of new chapters, man, you're about to be off to New York. You got a Broadway play coming up. Yeah. Huh? There's also a part in the play you're gonna be getting naked on stage. What? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I got the memo. Uh, yeah, the, it just so happens that uh, the guy, I, I don't know what the applause is for. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll see tickets, ticket sales plummet after week one. But uh, yeah, the character does, uh, does call for a little bit of nudity. So, you know, what I will say about that is it's terrifying in all the right ways. Right. I'm looking to be challenged in new ways, to be scared and excited and be pushed. You know, I, uh, one of the beautiful things about the job I've had for so long is the comfort it creates. So I'm excited to do something new.
There you go. He's doing something new for you, Christine. He says, I'm looking forward to the challenge. What is the challenge of taking off your clothes? It's the Broadway, I think. The whole, I think it's just acting in Broadway is what he meant. Why are you blushing? (laughs) I know, right? You're all smitten. Like, you would think that this is her boyfriend and he was coming over later and bringing dinner, by the way. she's Those eyes, those pecs, (laughs) everything. He's so handsome. Go on. Keep scrolling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to keep scrolling, you weirdo. Text question of the day today. Let's talk about it. Uh, What is a gift you wanted as a child that you did not get and you're still frustrated about? Christine has been communicating off the air with a member of the Click of Six all day long. Her name is Jackie. Mm -hmm. And Jackie currently has what Christine wanted as a child. A Barbie dream house. She said, I have hundreds of Barbies and I play with them almost every day. I'm 30. I told her you have to take a pic of the dream house. She says, I will when I get home. There we go. <laughs> yes, they, they are planning a Barbie date. Yeah, play date. You should, uh, <laughs> For two 30-year-old women. <laughs> that'd be great. I think it'd be great. Go do it. Fish is like, hey, make sure to take pictures. Hamburger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of the Barbie, of course. <laughs> but you, Click of Six, what did you say to the text question of the day today? You can message in via the app. It's a free download. What's a gift you didn't get as a child that you're still frustrated about? American Girl doll in a Barbie Jeep. Somebody, I mean, it's so funny how people get worked up about these. Connie, we lost her earlier this year to cancer. Moon boots. Yep. Constantly. Boom. She would get worked up. Very, very angry about the moon boots. I would say American Girl dolls is probably one of our top answers that we've gotten. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Easy Bake Oven, somebody said that. That was yours as well, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? A Golden Retriever. I wanted a dog. Yeah. I definitely wanted a dog. A Barbie Corvette, the one where you could actually drive it yourself. Wow. Light up shoes. Oh, you know what I wanted too was those uh, shoes with the uh, skate the on the bottom. The skates on them. Yeah. yeah. I wanted those. <laughs> I remember those. Somebody else wanted a weenie whistle. LOL. That's uh, from a movie, isn't it? Yeah, I, Christmas, uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. The, with the guy gets at the mm-hmm. uh, Judge Reinhold. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Somebody. A lot of people said a dog as well. A pony. Gosh darn it! I just want a horse and the cat and dog and the goats and the cows and the pigs. Okay, that's a lot of animals. <laughs> that is a very, very. They, they need to move to a farm. They do. All right, top five is today for your text question of the day. You can message via the app. You can text in per usual. You know the drill. What is a gift you didn't get as a child that you're still frustrated about? Uh, the pretty princess. Wait, the pretty, pretty princess board game. I have two little girls now. When they're big enough, we will totally get one and we will play all the time. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, one of my friends' uh, little sisters had that game. We used to mess with it when we were younger. That, because you secretly liked playing I it. wanted to be a pretty, pretty princess. <laughs> you are a pretty princess. Thank you. Not pretty, pretty yet, because you're a man now. But you can be a pretty princess. Somebody else said a chemistry set. My parents were always afraid I'd blow up the house. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be cool. A horse. I always told my mom. We can just put it in the backyard. It never happened, and I'm still bitter years and years later. LMAO. <laughs> Somebody else said a green machine. That was mine. They also said, they said, oh, man, to go flying down the sidewalk and burn out. Ah. And then they, they said they're determined to get an adult version. There's one for $75,000. Mm-hmm. The adult green wow. machine. Yeah, it is insane. Today's text question of the day, number two. What's a gift you didn't get as a child that you're still frustrated about? Guys, I really, really wanted a Power Wheels car. My neighbors had all of them growing up. Now as an adult with three kids, almost old enough, I plan on getting all three of them. Aha, LOL. Can you tell I haven't let it go yet? (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's okay. And finally, number one, one, one. What is a gift you didn't get as a child that you're still frustrated about? I wanted a Barbie dream house. Instead, I got a Rubbermaid tote to put my Barbies in, and I was told to pretend it was their dream house. <laughs> Wow. I love that. Yeah. You know, I wanted the... Uh, That's brutal. That's why I made it number one. I wanted the I wanted the Millennium Falcon, like totally, from Star Wars. Mike Opdyke had one. His, his parents were divorced, so he got all the cool Star Wars toys. Did you tell your parents to get divorced so you can get no. all the toys? <laughs> I used to pray that dear sweet baby, sweet baby Jesus, they would get divorced, but they were all like in love. Yeah. <laughs> mm, sorry you didn't get your Falcon. Yeah, I know. Seriously, it would have been awesome right? if you put Han Solo in there and everything. So fun. Yeah. Did you have a Millennium Falcon? My brother did. Yeah, your parents loved him more. <laughs> they did. <laughs> That's awesome. You ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car. All up in your face, radio, check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. Oh. 